Let's go to solving the world's problems now. We do it every couple of weeks. Invite one of our big thinkers in to tell us what's been on their mind. And Steve Wynn Harris joins me live in the Wellington studio. Hello. Hello, Jesse. How's things? Oh, good, man. You sound nice and clear. I know. It's better than that cell phone on top of a hill where I get two (laughs) bars. Yeah, and a special time for you. Tell us why you're in Wellington. Well... Look, I haven't won a badge since I was a cub when I was about 10. And I, <laughs> I, built, I built a fire and I lit it and I cooked a sausage on it and I got a little badge for that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I got a, a badge yesterday uh, from the Governor-General, which was a great thrill. Oh, that is awesome. What was it exactly? Well, it's the Officer of the New Zealand Order of Merit. Gosh. And uh, not only a great thrill, but a, a nice acknowledgement of agriculture's contribution to this country. And I can tell you that Dame Cindy is lovely, and Government House is very flash, Jesse. Oh, there's another Cindy for my wife to get mixed up about. Yes. Yeah, is it? Is it your first time to Government House? I had a, I had three sons do the Duke of Edinburgh Gold Award. Yeah. Uh, one of them didn't go there because it was being refurbished, and the other two did. So I had been to Government House before, but I was uh-huh. in the audience watching. My, very proud dad watching uh, our sons go up and, and get their medals. Yeah. Did they get to come and watch you? I, well, I've got one uh, in Amsterdam, so he, he wasn't able to make it, but the, the farming son uh, who's in Hawke's Bay came, came oh, with us, great. and the son from Auckland flew down. So yeah, I had two sons there, and a wife, and a sister, and a couple of cousins. And you didn't uh, trip up or anything? Did you feel a bit nervy? Well, no, it's funny you should ask, because uh, no, no, I was just really looking forward to the day, yeah. and uh, so I was, and we turned up there, and then they started, you know, they prepped us up and briefed us and told us how we had to file in and stand at certain times and by the time all of us felt you know sort of slightly anxious I think by the time they'd given us all the briefing you know. but no it was it was really good in the whole not not just Dame Cindy but all the staff everyone made you feel welcome and very special and uh, it, it, yeah it was a great occasion oh good stuff congratulations from us thank you do, do you know who nominated you or who was sort of responsible no, for no you don't you don't know who's nominated you and of course, when you when you first get the uh, the original notification, it's an email. It's months before any you know before it's announced. Uh, it, it doesn't tell you then, and it tells you to keep it secret. Uh, so I didn't tell Jane, and I hid that email, and then another email. I hid that. We, we share the same email. You didn't address. tell your wife. Well, they say don't tell anyone. Yeah. So I, I think people just assume you can tell your anyway. Well, I didn't put that. I didn't say that I could tell my wife. So then, then you get a letter a week out from from the governor general congratulating you, and then another one from the prime minister. And I was thinking, oh man, they're making this hard to keep it secret from my wife. Yeah. And then a journalist <laughs> sent an email on the Friday before the King's birthday, you know, the Monday, uh, congratulating me and asking for an interview. And Jane saw that one, so yeah. anyway, let the cat out of the bag. But uh, you don't know through the process. You don't know who's nominated you and. Uh, but it's made me think, because at the time when I was asked if, if I'd accept, and I, I thought long and hard about it for about half a second, Jesse. Uh, although there was a, a yeah. woman yesterday told me that she'd always been against the honours system, and then suddenly she gets a nomination, <laughs> and, she, and she took weeks before she decided to accept it. So yeah, uh, a little bit of hypocrisy. Yeah. Um, but it's made me think now, when I think of the people... I felt were probably more deserving than myself that I'm going to um, get, to get into the system and, and do a nomination or two. So you know, that's what other people should do. If you think there's someone deserving out there, and there's lots and lots of people who are deserving that, that often don't get this sort of recognition, yeah. um, go on the website and find out how to, to nominate someone. Good stuff. Meanwhile, I've just um, thought it would be quite interesting to hear from people out there. When someone tells you that they're telling you a secret and not to tell anyone, is it assumed that you will tell your partner? <laughs> or does that include not telling your partner? I'd love to hear your thoughts on 2101. Well, well Jesse, the, can I just yeah. ask you, like, have you kept secrets from your wife? No. Oh, okay. This what, you would too. say that. Yes, you <laughs> <would> say that. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't think of it right now. But, um, but like if a friend, yeah, I don't know.
Um, interesting, interesting uh, discussion point. That's the good news, the investiture. Tell me about the bad news. <laughs> well, uh, this has had a little bit of publicity because I, I, I was the poster child for this particular disease. There's one that's uh, wrecking a bit of damage down there in Queenstown, but this one's called leptospirosis. It's a bacteria. And it's a known uh, risk factor for farmers and freezing workers and, and, and um, dairy, in the dairy industry, less so in the dairy industry now because they are able to vaccinate cows. So um, when they're standing in the pits and the cows urinate, uh, they were at high risk until they vaccinated huh. the cows. Anyway, um, so back in 2021, which was a drought year in Hawke's Bay, there were five cases. And then 2022, last year was a very wet year, This and that was before the cyclones, there were 15 cases. So there's a high correlation with, with how wet it is. Anyway, by the time I caught it uh, in August 2023, there'd already been 35 cases in Hawke's mm. Bay, and I do know of several since. So that just the very wet conditions, which have gone away completely now, but um, that, that is a risk factor. So, yeah, I was just out doing the lambing beat one day and felt incredibly fatigued, very tired. It was a bit unnatural. I'm a bit of a high-energy guy, Jesse, just like yourself. Uh-huh. And I found myself sitting down at gateways, and I thought, oh, something's not right here. Mm. And then I started to feel headachy and achy, and I thought, oh, I've got a virus. And I managed to just get myself around and get myself home and into the shower and into bed. And then I started shivering. I was freezing and then, then, then sweating like you wouldn't believe I'd have to get up and change my T-shirt and towel myself down. Gosh. And then, luckily, because I'd interviewed a fellow who had hit and, and had asked about another matter but said, oh, just remind us about your symptoms of lepto that you had a year or two ago because there's a lot about. I suddenly, Googled, in the middle of the night, I Googled up lepto symptoms. I had them, headaches and aches and well, the sweating and things. And I did the right thing, which was next day I managed to get to see a GP, and he put and he agreed with my self-diagnosis, despite the fact I had an agricultural degree and he had a medical one. Yeah. And I got onto the antibiotics within 24 hours. Uh, I was still, and then the the recommendation is to to rest. Well, you have no choice. I mean, I was very unwell for about a week in in bed, uh, and but I did the right thing and, and rested up. And probably about day 10, I think I was back to light duties. Um, and probably two or three weeks it took before I got got over the fatigue. So it's a, it's a nasty bug, a bacteria, and it's um, it's a bug to be respected. I'm really sorry to hear it. It sounds it sounds a lot like COVID actually. Talking about those symptoms and the recovery. Well, time. That, the fatigue actually, because some people can because I was onto it quickly, uh, and, and and also of course there's some luck there, but. Some people can take months, and, 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 and there is a 5 to 10% mortality rate. Uh, possibly that's more overseas where they don't have uh, the antibiotics as available, but um, it, it, can, it can knock people around. You know, I know of a young man who's on ACC you know, and, and not able to work now because it's, oh. it's, you know, it's, it's wrecked his life. So yeah, if you get any of those symptoms, um, you get it from animals, carry it. Uh, I probably caught it from sheep during lambing. Uh, but rats in some parts of the world, it's yeah. called rat rat catcher disease, <laughs> <laughs> paddy field disease, where you're walking around in bare feet with cuts on your feet in oh. water. Uh, so yeah, animals um, p- pass it through the urine, and uh, it's not contagious. Once I had it, I wasn't really contagious to to Jane or anyone else. Not that anyone was coming to see me, Jesse. Uh, mm. So it, yeah, you're not you're not contagious as such. But um, yeah, you, you you get it from um, either animal urine or from puddles of water that have got that something's urinated in hey glad that you've recovered and glad that you're having such a great week lovely to talk to you today Steve. jesse just before you go yeah i've just been to zealandia this morning you know, yes. and i've heard you talk it up on your show and yeah. it was fantastic oh great and i saw i saw robin and kaka takahi two tuatara and i just want to channel a little bit of nicola tuko here because i learned something and yeah. I, i'd be interested to know if you know this 
So you must not, because these carca now are flying all around Wellington. Yeah. You must not feed the carca nuts, especially almonds, because it causes big malformation yeah, yeah. in the young ones. Did you know that? Yeah, and you, you shouldn't feed them anything. They're, they're, the only way to make sure that they get the right diet is for them to forage the stuff themselves. Oh, well, I thought I might have got one over you there. But sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. It's an important <laughs> message, Steve. Yeah, don't feed almonds to the carca. <laughs> Good to chat to you. Yeah, Enjoy thanks, Wellington. Right. Thanks.